0: Welcome to the Venari podcast. Today I am joined by Sarthak Sarwalka, CEO and founder of Sama Fertility. So, Sama is an early stage health tech company focused on delivering accessible, affordable, and high quality fertility care. So, now good to see you again, Sarthak. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, thank you for having me, uh, Christian. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I was looking forward to this.
0: No problem at all. No, no, good to speak. And um, Sienna, again, I, I wanted to delve into you know, a little bit more, obviously, about you and about, about um in you know, Sama in general, but do you think that you're always destined to be in the healthcare technology space? I know that's a bit of a, a strange question, but, you know, do you think you're always destined to be a co-founder and CEO? So, yeah,
1: I mean, the funny thing about destiny is uh, that a person will often meet it on a road that they, in fact, avoided. Um, my, my, late father, Dr. Sanjay Savarkar, was the one who, uh, he was an ophthalmologist and he would always discourage me from becoming, uh, or or rather coming into the healthcare field. Uh, In some ways, I think he had this premonition uh, of where healthcare was and where it was uh, going and how uh, the quality of healthcare was deteriorating over time. Um, So I, in fact, became an engineer. Um, and during my engineering, uh, I ended up looking at DNA sequencing and it just fascinated me. And that was my twist that started with the life sciences to begin with. Um, and then, uh, you know, as fate would have it, I ended up in fertility care um, as, and, you know, I, I ended up meeting my co-founders, Dr. Olcha uh, and Joshua Sams. And that was kind of the beginning of summer. Um, so yes i think uh in some strange way i was always destined to be here uh and always destined to um, to work with the with, uh, folks and, and help them out in terms of uh, their fertility care and improve standards of care uh, across across the across the world
0: fantastic and i suppose so tell us a little bit more about sama fertility if you wouldn't mind
1: absolutely um you know sama started off uh, with, a, uh, I just mentioned that twist of fate part of it. Yeah. Um, uh, but before, before this, I've always been in fertility. you know, my entire, uh, adult, uh, education and, uh, my, my postgraduate studies have been in the field of reproduction. Um, and even in my work life, I've only worked in the field of fertility. I, I was a scientist to begin with, and then, uh, I, I ended up transitioning into an executive role here. Uh, What happened when I was a scientist was that I recognized something. I would go to every conference, right? And what I would see at these conferences uh, was people talking about how fertility care is expensive, you know, Mm -hmm. complain about how it is not accessible. Um, And it used to really bug me. You know, time in, time out again, day in, day out again, whenever you'd go to these conferences, there were people who pointed out problems, but nobody was doing anything about it, right? So before we go forward with sort of how we came about Sama, right, it's important to understand uh, or or for our listeners to understand why is it this big of a problem, right? Most people will end up spending about 160 hours uh, in format of treatment, um this treatment will go on over a span of three months it's not just one time right you you're going on and when you're doing this an average person will end up traveling at least 60 miles one way uh for for their for their care that is a really long journey quite literally that patients travels thousands of miles that are driven between their houses and the IVF clinics yeah um and because of this, you have one in 10 people that will end up giving up on their career when they are in, in treatment.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: this, quite frankly, was just unacceptable to me, Yeah. right? So I was infertility. I always uh, was on the outset of an IVF clinic. What I did was I ended up going and working at an IVF clinic at that point. Um, just to learn, right, uh, as to what why had care evolved the way that we see it today, um, and this was this was an extraordinarily uh, instructive journey for me because I was at these IVF clinics for more than seven w- months, worked in uh, you know very much the front line of care, uh, and recognized that nothing had changed in the way that these clinics came about uh, several years ago, um, and now at this point in time, uh, there was a hard necessity for us to step in. Uh, there was almost a compulsion on my part that I felt that I had to step in as an engineer, bring in um, a a change, a change Mm -hmm. so revolutionary that we had to uh, pretty much build everything that we wanted to ground up, right? Build this new age IVF clinic ground up with completely uh, re-engineered processes around it. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's how Sama came about. Sama came about as a clinic with a mission, a mission of uh, improving access for folks who are going through fertility care, while reducing stress and and affording them extraordinarily high quality fertility care.
0: Fantastic, and I suppose as as you know as well, the um you know the fertility space is, is a little crowded, and, and and certainly on the digital side. What I suppose differentiates Sama, um, and where where is it specifically that you play?
1: So we are uh, the only tech driven clinic in the country. Mm-hmm. The other differentiator for us and the more important one uh, on the follow-up of just being high quality is the fact that we are very convenient. Uh, Our patients do not end up leaving uh, their houses uh, for a big part of the care. Um, Again, you know, not to harp back on it, but what you realize is that patients will end up moving their cities to just go through fertility care because there's only about 400-odd clinics in the country that are serving a population uh, of 300 million today. And there's only about 900 fertility doctors that are serving a population of 300 million today. Just to compare that with a regular OBGYN, you have about uh, 37,000. So making sure that this treatment is extraordinarily convenient for our patients, that is the second differentiator for us. Um, and the last aspect of this, which really grinds my gears, is just the way our health system works. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, affordability is a big part of it. It is extraordinarily expensive to go through fertility care today. Yeah. On an average, the cost of making a baby is anywhere between seventy dollars to $80,000 in, uh, you know, in other IVF clinics today. Uh, we have, uh, you know, we have reduced that price by uh, almost a half right off the bat, um, yeah. making it extraordinarily affordable for our patients to go through treatment.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. And I suppose if you don't mind me asking, kind of how how have you managed to kind of reduce if you know the, the kind of cost by by so much?
1: Yeah, no, I think I think that is an important question. So uh Sama is almost entirely virtual. Right. Mm-hmm. So When I say that everything happens locally, uh, I'm not kidding about it. We use um, high-end technology pieces like home-based ultrasounds to reduce the need for us to spend millions of dollars in creating spa-like facilities uh, in cities across the country, right? This has helped us go into the smallest of towns where patients would have never seen the inside of an IVF clinic. And this comes from the primary argument that I have made time and time out again, which is outcomes are what is what are important, right? And none of the fancy waiting areas with brightly painted walls and uh, freshly cut flowers are going to change the outcomes that the patient is go- is going to experience throughout right. treatment, right? So the high quality of treatment is what should should be focused on uh, and then you can actually offset the cost that you would spend on building out these uh, spas as I like to call them. Uh, and in in fact, pass pass that cost savings on
0: to the patients. Yeah, which makes total sense. That you say that's the the most important thing, really, isn't it? I suppose a a question that that we both you know we we thought about here. I mean, is it important that the company, or is, does it really matter about the company being male led?
1: Ah, uh, that's that's a fantastic question. I there's a slight correction I would like to make. A nuance yeah. almost there, which is. Uh, we're not male-led, we happen to be male-founded. Yeah. Uh, I, and I know that it is curious being in the women's healthcare uh, field as to why we we happen to be that. But uh, just the way that it evolved, it goes down to our genesis story where I ended up uh, being in fertility, having more than 12 odd years of experience in the field, um, You know, essentially knew most of the fertility doctors in the country today Um, and could examine the problem very, very uh, deeply, right? So I ended up giving up a full-time role where I was leading a femtech company and switching into going and working at an IVF clinic on the front lines of care. Um, Here I met Dr. Ulcha, who is a double board certified reproductive endocrinologist and an OBGYN, Mm -hmm. highly, highly capable as an individual, and and Joshua Sams, who's worked previously in building technology for fertility companies, um, and this was this was sort of more of an exchange of ideas, uh, collaboration that that happened uh, based on our previous experiences. But as we started growing, you know, we happened to meet some amazing amazing individuals, uh, some of them um, who happened to be women. Three of them, in fact, joined our leadership team uh, since the day uh, of our conception. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is why I always like to say that, you know, we, we were founded. We happen to be uh, three men who founded the, the, the company, uh, but we have an amazing and a diverse workforce today. Um, and I, we've always enjoyed bringing folks in from different walks of life um that are able to contribute and and actually have an amazing uh, uh you know an amazing contribution towards uh, changing the outcomes for the better for our patients
0: and i suppose final question really would be where do you see some in the next five years
1: so it's important right we are changing the paradigm of how fertility care is experienced this nobody has ever experienced fertility care like this it was science fiction to for christ's sake Right, you're creating life in a plate, and you're putting it back, and you're having fully grown individuals, uh, you know, from from the other side. It was mind-boggling, right? Um, so everything needed to be in one location. Everything needed to be central. We came around and we said, you know what? We're going to change that. None of this is is going to be helpful if you're not truly able to expand um, mm-hmm. our our um, our reach, right? Um, so at this point, we are already available in about four IVF clinics, uh, that four labs across the country, and that is most likely going to go up uh, at least by three times mm-hmm. uh, towards the uh, towards the end of next year.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, uh, we will be the largest serving fertility platform uh, in the world in the next five years, um, and we will be somebody who is truly able to change what patients can access uh, in terms of fertility care uh, and how easily they're able to do this, right? We want our patients uh, to continue their work, right? We want them to continue with their career uh, while they are also doing this uh, treatment. We want our patients to continue spending time with their families while they're going through this treatment. Uh, We want them to continue with their hobbies uh, while they go through this treatment. Essentially, minimal disruption for our patients uh, is what our our goal is.
0: And do you see this outside of the U.S. as well?
1: We 100% do.
0: Yeah.
1: 100% do. We are piloting, uh, as we speak, in um, many other markets. Uh, A lot of them are under the wraps just until we are ready to announce uh, which ones, but we are already expanding beyond the US today.
0: Brilliant. Well, we'll certainly be cheering from the sidelines, Southak. And it's been, you know, a pleasure to learn a bit more about you and about you know Sama. And um, you know, wish you all the best of luck and thanks very much for joining us.
1: I really appreciate it, uh, Christian. I, I um was looking forward to it and uh, this is a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Cheers,
1: Sarthak. Bye-bye.